Hello and welcome back to The Weekly Fix. My name is Tim Leary and I'm a Senior Portfolio Manager at RBC Gam's Blue Bay Leverage Finance Team in Stanford, Connecticut. Key themes for the week relate to earnings, what a resolution to the UAW strike means in practice, the FOMC decision on Wednesday, and the Israeli-Hamas war. And since there is no shortage of coverage on each of those issues, I thought I would shed some light on an area of finance that seldom sees much, the stats behind the syndicated leverage loan market. U.S. broadly syndicated loans, the roughly 1.4 trillion market that encompasses just shy of 1,600 different floating rate loans, has outperformed U.S. high-yield bonds again this month. Much of that has been driven by the floating rate nature of the product. U.S. rates are wider on the months to date, and so the float helps. But there's more to it. The holder base of leveraged loans is much more static than in high yield. And while high yield remains one of the most underallocated, unloved asset classes within corporate credit, the loan market is nearly 70% owned by CLOs that have locked up capital compared to open-end funds. The U.S. high yield market is on pace to lose more than a percent this month, which is a meaningful outperformance compared to the S&P, but worse than U.S. loans, as they should end the October month close to flat. But what's under the hood? Are loans safer bet than high yield or investment grade? I started my career on the loan desk at Bear Stearns. Back then, loans used to be the top part of the cap stack. Nowadays, there are more instances where they represent the entirety of the cap stack. There are 992 unit tranche or loan-only issuers in the J.P. Morgan U.S. Loan Index. And that's a 136% increase over the last 10 years. The loan market has grown over that time, but there has been a clear tilt toward the loan-only cohort as opposed to those with loans and bonds in their stack. And why does it matter? Loans and bond capital stacks tend to be larger and more liquid, which makes sense as you have both loan and bond investors familiar with those issuers, and the information on those issuers is more readily available. And through that lens, the broadly syndicated loan market is more opaque today than ever before. A relatively large, poorly rated market where information is hard to come by. What could go wrong? It's not all that bad and it's not all gloom and doom. As the market has grown, there's more for investors to choose from, and that includes higher quality loans as well. So there really is something for the market for everyone. As always, thanks for your time and good luck trading. This podcast is provided by RBC Global Asset Management, RBC GAM, for informational purposes and may not be reproduced, distributed, or published without the written consent of RBC GAM. This podcast does not constitute an offer or solicitation to buy or to sell any security product or service in any jurisdiction, nor is it intended to provide investment, financial, legal accounting, tax, or other advice, and such information should not be relied or acted upon for providing such advice. Past performance is not indicative of future results. This product is not available for distribution to investors in jurisdictions where such distribution would be prohibited. Investment and economic outlook information has been compiled by RBC GAM from various sources. Information obtained from third parties is believed to be reliable, but no representation or warranty expressed or implied is made by RBC GAM or its affiliates or any persons as to its accuracy, completeness, or correctness. RBC GAM and its affiliates assume no responsibility for any errors or omissions.